0: How are we all doing today? Welcome to the Hustling Grime podcast. I'm Ryan Coakley of Ryan Chadbourne Works, sitting here with.
1: <laughs> I think you I thought you were <laughs> gonna say our names. You sounded all good and stuff, you know. But uh yeah, I'm
2: Nick from Pickle Cutters, aka Pickle. I'm Jason Jesus. Jason <laughs> from what is that thing? JK Blades? JK Blades. A.K.A. Jason.
1: What's up, guys?
2: What's up, everybody? Hey, world, how are you? Welcome back to the motherfucking show. Yeehaw. So what's been going on this week? Who's excited? Raise your hand. (laughs) Nobody sees that shit, man. (laughs) (laughs) My hand was up. Mine was up. Yeah. I'm drinking some water. You ever have one of them weeks where you just kind of like almost feel like giving up? Not all together, but, you know, especially you, Pickle. Ryan, you got a full-time gig, so it's not quite the same. But you have one of them weeks, and you seriously start thinking, like, okay, it might actually be time for me to start looking for a real job. Doing some air quotes here. Just because shit's not happening. You know what I mean? It's just not coming through. It's just not working. Nick,
1: <laughs> you know, I'm trying to
2: think this is the worst fucking podcast ever. We're going to have to here, this dead air. I'm going to restart this motherfucker altogether. <laughs> no, I'm just,
0: I'm
1: seriously. Trying. I was kind of like, all right, I wasn't expecting that right there.
2: Okay. What do I need
1: to answer now? But uh yeah, I've had, uh, I've had a few moments of doubts, you know, and uh, even in the process of making this a legit registered business with that program i was with and all that you know i had doubts there and i even recently they sent me an email and they want all like my track records for the past three months and it's like oh fuck i got to answer to people every three months it's like what did i do you know why did i get myself into this because i want to be self-employed i don't want to have this program on my ass every three months for my expenses and my my sales and everything like they want numbers and I'm like, fuck so there again, you know there's that moment of doubt <clears throat> yeah, but I think yeah. these moments of doubt they come every once in a while to kick you in the ass just to fuel the the urge to make it work.
2: yeah, that's a good point.
1: you know what I'm saying because yeah. I didn't give up yet as much as it fucking bugs the shit out of me. And when I got that email the other day, I was like, well, what the fuck exactly do they want? Because there's like a mile long paragraph to read and reading is not my strong. So I just sent a message to the girl that took care of me when I was starting the business with them. And I was like, well, what? what's this fucking bullshit? She's like, okay, this is where we are. We'll fucking call you Monday. We'll take care of it over the phone, me and you. It's like all right, much better. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Because I was like, she's asking me to fill out these fucking forms and I have no clue where or what these forms are. Yeah. You know, and it's like, what the hell? You know, so we're gonna do it over the phone, and it's all gibberish to me when I'm looking at it, so that's you know, like I said, I don't I'm not content with having that that person behind me asking me for shit. You know, this is my gig. Nobody else's.
2: That's temporary though, right? Once you've finished this It's, it's as long as I'm going to
1: have anything going with them, as of loans or okay, or, so the, you know grants or anything like that, because that's another thing I'm working, I'm looking into getting. You know, if I'm going to have them on my ass every three months, I'm all, i might as well take advantage of the program. You know, I could get some grants, right? But I'm working on a three thousand dollar grant right now, which is going to pretty much, you know, it's for for um, digital media, for web pages and social media and all that and content. Whatever, you know. So it's three thousand dollars. Um, I'd say I'm just about three quarters of the way there. I'm just missing a web page, is all I'm missing, and that ain't gonna cost me three grand. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So the rest of that is gonna go on my kiln. You know, we'll pay off the credit card, <laughs> I should say, but yeah. But anyways, uh you know, like I said, there's some advantages to those those moments of doubts. I guess you could take it however you want. Like you, you're having your moment of doubt. Am I getting a real job or whatever? You had that moment of doubt. What did you do? You pushed out a shitload of blades and got blades available and blades are going, right? Yeah, sold, sold three oh, in right? the past two days. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's, it's the push that makes you, it's the, it's the shove that makes you move, the push that makes you move or whatever that expression is. Yeah. You know, sometimes that rut helps, you know, it just depends how you take it. And make it out to be, you know, if you want it to be a negative outcome, that's what you're going to get.
0: Fuel for the fire.
1: Exactly. If you drop your gloves, you ain't going nowhere, bud. You know, that's how I see it. Yeah. Personally. I can't tell you to see it that way. That's.
2: Oh, no. That's what I was saying. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I was having that shit week. I was having those thoughts of doubt. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's like the, the Red Sea parted and here comes some sales. Yep. But and I. I got on Facebook and started looking at the groups, right? And I was, in my head, going to do some market research. And I was going to look and see what everybody's buying, you know, like what styles are hot right now, all that kind of stuff. Well, in my time searching through the groups, I saw a lot of posts with people looking for things, you know, looking for uh, a small fixed blade. Yep. So, so I started posting up the finger bangers and the mini cleavers. Yep. And, shit, I sold three of them. So I mean it's you know just going about it a different way I guess you know.
1: Yeah, so, so and I kind of noticed that, that if you want to call it a trend or not a trend but a the the, the marketing tactic I guess or whatever you want to call it as uh, I got a couple bigger blades beautiful blades but they're bigger blades for the kitchen. Yeah. Are they necessarily you know what these people are looking for though? They are what I like to make at the moment. Yeah, a nice big eight and a half inch chef knife. It's beautiful. It's twenty five layers of random Damascus. Gorgeous. It's been sitting in my shop for two weeks. I put it up for sale. You know, it's been pushed around a few times. Uh, people have inquired about it, but it's still sitting there. And I ain't asking that much for it. You know, shipping tax, everything. You know, it's just, it makes sense for what you're getting. Right. And uh, it's been two weeks, but it's it's going to the waffle. Waffle zone there is what it's going to happen. And I'm going to get my money for it anyways. Right. You know, those waffles work. It's just that I, it's the energy and the time into these raffles that are a yeah. different story. You know, it's not a knife making thing. I'm not a salesman.
0: Yeah. A what maker. I hear uh, most of the time is like somebody, they always say like, oh, I really want a handmade knife. But they don't, you know what I mean? They're not looking for something specific. And most people who are going to buy a handmade knife that isn't a collector, they don't want to pay the price point of a large chef knife or something like that. You know what I mean? So those finger bangers or the neck knives or whatever, they're very attractive because it's a lower price point. You know what I mean? They're like, I can swing 250 bucks versus 800, you know? Oh, yeah. Most definitely. Those finger bangers, I'm selling them for 145 shipped.
2: Yeah, that's a hell of a deal. I mean, really, if you think about it, all I do is the, the blank itself is right at about an inch wide and around four inches long. I'm chopping the tip to make it a, a Tonto style, you know, just the blade yep. shape at the end. And then on my two-inch wheel, I notch it for a little two-finger grip. Yep. And then round the back of it off. That's it. You know what I mean? And then a little hollow grind. At the grind takes maybe maybe a total of five minutes. No, total. and it's, it is it is good to have
1: that one little product that you could push out yep. quickly. You know, like even Justin's got, uh, Justin from Rainy Day Forge, from the Forge High Chat, uh, he's got a little hiking, you know, like bone frame knife, EDC, neck knife thingy. Mm-hmm. It's this little thing. It sells, I think, for like $100. comes with a little Kydex sheath, a little, right. you know, paracord to put around your neck. And, uh, and they're sold through a uh, an outdoor outfit, whatever, fucking store. Yeah. You know, he has them cut out in batches, and then he just zoop, zoop, grinds them real quick, cleans them up,
2: snaps a sheet on them, ready to go. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Kydex is almost, when you think about cost, it's damn near free. Yeah. It's it, per blade. It's not even enough to actually calculate for it. it. <clears throat> you know, especially on something, if you start putting the fancy belt clips on there, Those can get a little pricey, just a clip. But, I mean, it's still like 8 bucks, so it's not terrible. Yeah, the Kydex, you're mainly just charging for your time, I think. Yeah. You know, know, 30 minutes maybe. Yeah, it's more time-consuming than is actually value in material. It takes me longer to pull my Kydex equipment, like the press and the oven and all that stuff, out of the cabinet and make room on the bench for it than it does to actually make the sheath once I get the stuff out for it and get it ready.
1: Yeah.
2: Imagine that. need a bigger shop. Damn. I need a shop. Big shop. Yeah. Oh, so check this out. The the knife that I made yesterday that's got the file work and all that cool stuff on the back that I did the, the little reel on. Yep. That one I named. That's the, th- I believe, third one of that pattern that I've made. So I gave it a name. And it sold within half an hour. I've posted Ooh. it. Nice. What'd you name it? The Banshee. Banshee. The Banshee. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever Banshee does. I just, <laughs> I was thinking about them cool fast ass little four-wheelers. Yeah, but it's named after <laughs> the animal, you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know
1: what an animal Banshee is. But yeah, and it's not a little four-wheeler. <laughs> dude, those things are nasty. Yeah. A couple of my friends have gotten <laughs> up here, they got in their like like well, my one friend Glenn, he's got one that's uh it's not even. A, I don't even think he rides it. It's just more showpiece than anything else. But it's just like a monster. Yeah. Like it's it's something he would take out to the parade and just put it, put, it, put it down the fucking road real quick because
2: you don't even want to blow it out. You've got so much money into it. There's a bunch <laughs> of them run on the drag strip around here. They'll stretch the ass end of it out eight oh, feet, yeah. you know, and put oh, slicks yeah, yeah, on there. I mean, those things will fly. Yeah, he's got like his. That's all souped up. There is all uh, is all.
1: It's it's wider and it's a little bit longer. Mm-hmm and uh from the ass end stretched out and uh the other one is like trail rideable yeah but the big one he doesn't take take it to the trails or nothing you know my neighbor kenny's got one and then his brother chuck's got two or three of them and they're they're gun nuts on them
2: yeah but it seems like naming the knife kind of in a weird way helped it because yeah. i mean like yeah. i said it sold quick but then afterwards i was still getting messages you know, how much yep. is the Banshee? They don't say yep. the knife you posted, or, you know. And it's like the Storm. I get messages about those. You know, how much do you sell the Storm for? The camper. Yeah, I mean, it's- my
1: my my camp knife is the camper, and the camper consists of maybe eight different blade designs. <laughs> <laughs> camper is what you get. You know, I was saying you're asking for the camper. You're not going to get the same camper you asked for. That's maybe thing. I ought to start naming mine. You know, I've got a few names I got the hunter you know and the hunter the original hunter i i somebody the last one actually last it was actually the hybrid of the hunter and the camper and I called it the hybrid because some guy wanted the the blade to be the camper but wanted the handle from the hunter mm-hmm. so I called it the hybrid so it's got the camper's blade
2: and the ham the the, 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 the hunter's handle. Yeah, I think I'm going to drop down, because right now I'm not getting a ton of orders, but what I am building is cool, but like right now i got seven or eight knives in a drawer, and they're all EDC knives, and every last one of them are different. Good. So I think I want to drop it down to just two or three styles, you know, the Banshee, the Storm, maybe one other full-size EDC. The Shrimp. The Shrimp. <laughs> got to have the Shrimp. <laughs> yeah. Got to rename the Fanger Now
0: we're talking.
2: That's what we'll name the little mini neck flavors
0: it's, it's a little three inchy DC.
1: Yeah, that's what we'll name the mini cleaver. It
0: hangs right around your neck. So, speaking of dick innuendos with knives. All right, here we go. I got asked if I you would be asked. willing to make a knife with a dick for a handle. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I shit you not. Like a like a man dick. Like a like a cock and balls like a penis for a handle so, like a hidden tang so the tang comes out the pee hole
1: they could ask mark from fucking 118 blaze there he does those casted
2: handles on the hidden tangs. things he could maybe mold the dildo just, or i was gonna say just like uh what do you call it a hot fit just heat up the tang and stick it in the end of a dildo call it a day yeah,
0: right. Go buy a wooden get, dildo. It, and
2: burn through. <laughs> burn it in. Yeah, like in that sex ed
1: wooden dildo that they made us practice putting condoms on there. Got one of those and fucking burn it in there.
0: Call it a day. I mean, I'm willing. If, <laughs> if they're willing to pay for it. But in my head, I'm like, how am I going to make that work? I don't know. How, you know what Viagra I mean? Viagra, bud. There you go. <laughs> get it nice and hard. <laughs> just plant a Viagra in the ground. And it grows up a dick-shaped tree yeah there yeah that'll work i took a couple last night one got caught in my throat Got a
1: fucking
2: stiff neck this morning boys yeah <laughs> i hate when that happens <laughs>
0: <laughs> but i'm bumped. so are you gonna do it are you gonna build this pecker pecker knife if i get a deposit i'll i'll fucking make anything but you know what i mean in my head as like a maker i'm like how am i gonna pull this off as a hidden tang knife like, am I going to have to cut it and put a spacer in there like I normally do? or I would like ma- I would do the dowel method. So yeah, that's usually how I
1: round. do it. Yeah, just go with the dowel method and, you know,
0: drill right through that fucker like a Prince Albert and get it done. <laughs> 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 no, it's going to take some finagling to shape the tip, though. It's all mm-hmm. about the tip. Mm, yeah. On the tip. So I don't just, do hidden tanks so I'm not an expert. But
2: say, uh, say you take the pecker, and what are, are we? We got a woodpecker. Or plastic? We got a woodpecker. We're going to call it Woody yes. pecker, and, and
1: we're, we're probably going to be wax. wax. We're going to wax that fucking handle with what now? Woody wax. There you go. Woody
2: wax. Yeah,
1: yes, sir. So, so uh, got knife made out
2: already. <laughs> so you take your bandsaw and you split the pecker right down the middle. <laughs> You know what um, I mean? You can't follow the vein, though. It's got to be a straight cut. You might want to talk to Miss Bobby on this one. She can help. <laughs> so what about if you took, like, uh, a router, you know, and traced – I've seen this. I've never done it. Again, I don't do hidden tangs. But you uh, you trace out your tang on the inside of your cut, and then you router out half the depth on each side, and then put it back together over the tang. And re your dick together. Right, right.
1: Yeah. Okay. We've had enough penis talk. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Just <laughs> for the show. Justin Randy
0: Day was, he <laughs> was giving me shit for talking about broccoli on the podcast. How are you gonna like this episode, Justin? Penis <laughs> uh, stick. Penis. Yeah. Should <laughs> have seen our
2: little text messages last night. Good lord, have mercy.
0: I was thinking about using a because I got some one inch wide scalloped belts, and just oh those are the best. Uh, I love those. And just sculpting it. Yeah. She's on honest. a
1: slack belt. You know, it depends. Is she looking for it to curve to the left or the right? You know, it depends a, what she's looking for. You gotta go to it's bent, a, bentcarrot.com.
0: It's <laughs> a guy. Oh, it's a, what what the and fuck? he's like <laughs> he's probably six feet tall, three hundred and eighty five pounds, like a big Viking dude. Oh, so, so be the first one he's seen in, in a while. 20s. He's obsessed with penises. It's because he hasn't seen his own and who knows. He's how a long. buddy of mine. And he's like a phenomenal artist, but he'll only draw dicks. What? I shit you not. Know so, have y'all seen the movie Super Bad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like that. Yeah, <laughs>
2: his lunchbox full of dicks all day yeah. long. Just sit around. <laughs> oh my god, maybe he's draw inspired of the
0: movie. <laughs> he's always been like that. I've known him for 25 years, and he's still drawing dicks. Yeah, still drawing dicks, and some of them, I mean, their works are art. Big, veiny triumph oh, I, I could just imagine the
1: art and the talent. It must be there, but
0: you—if you're going story my... behind why he just
1: draws dicks,
0: uh, I don't know. We have speculations that I'm not going to go into on the podcast. Yeah, That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I was thinking. <laughs> I was thinking. <laughs> like said. as is, as his buddy, we've got we've yeah. got ideas, but yeah, he just uh, hasn't
1: opened up yet. That's all right. So it's all good. I it's just I thought there was a, <laughs> might have been a different story behind this penis passion of his
0: uh i don't know well well you never know Wait, he's uh, we accept him yeah exactly it's all we good. love him he's great
1: know. yeah it's just i thought maybe it could have been like i said a different story other than the reality
2: you know so what the the is going to be like the balmel. <laughs>
0: <laughs> are you going to make it hairy <laughs> <laughs> We were joking little, around about like resin casting pubes into like a resin. You got to do burl that way; it looks like you know little twisted Herpes. veins and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, could, we could do yeah. This is getting out of hand. I shouldn't have brought it up. Actually, <laughs> is material. Yeah. yeah, It's to, something.
1: It took up a good 10 minutes of the show so far.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. well, well, speaking well. of pubes, Ryan, how's the, uh, the mullet challenge going? Oh, great, man. Look at that thing. <laughs> Glorious. You, you know what that sounded like to me, Ryan? It almost sounded
1: like <laughs> he's calling your mullet pubes. Speaking of pubes, how's your mullet? <laughs> <laughs> That's the
2: beard. <laughs> That's the beard. Uh, but, uh, don't be jealous. So I, I was should. watching Dude, the I X Games in my again head. Today. I don't. I'm not jealous. I don't want hair because the hair I do have looks like shit when I have it. So I just.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was watching the X Games again today, and um, that shit's pretty damn cool. But they're doing the same stuff over and over: snowboarding and skiing. So, yeah. Pickle, do you when you ride, are you doing the the jumps and backflips and all that shit, or you just do, like, the downhill trail rides? I'm a all-mountain rider, pretty much backcountry type of guy. I don't, none of that
1: jumping stuff anymore, dude. I'm 41. I've been snowboarding <laughs> since, since I'm eight. My knees couldn't take that shit. My back couldn't take his. You know, whatever I do drop off of is because there's four feet of snow on at the end of that. You know, like, I'm... I'm dropping cliffs. I'm not jumping 40-foot gaps and shit. X Games is just crazy, dude. That's I'm out of that league. (laughs) (laughs) That that league actually didn't even exist back in my day. You know, when I started snowboarding, we barely barely had a half pipe, you know, compared to what they have now with these monster pipes and these super pipes.
2: Yeah. Double pipes, and, dude, it's just so fucking nuts, you know. Yeah, I watched the women's big air stuff. Oh, Oh, yeah. Good God. I mean, it seems like that's got to be a feeling like nothing else in the world for as long as they're up there, they are literally flying, flying, you're flying and free falling dude. And you're, you're, (laughs) you're going, you're gapping. It's It's, amazing how high and how far they go. And then they just land so soft, you know, and just cruise on out of it. The, the, the sport has evolved so much
1: and so quickly over the past. Like I said, I've been riding since I was eight. You know, that's 33 years I've been riding, and, uh, you know, just even the snowboards themselves, you wouldn't think a stick under your feet would improve your riding, but it will, and it will control when you're landing and everything. Like you said, it just looks so smooth. Mm-hmm. 20 years ago, we weren't jumping like that because we didn't have boards that could handle landing shit like that.
2: It's it's interesting you, know you should say that. There was like, one we were guy, doing it, but we were biting it, you know. Yeah, there was a dude that was changing his snowboard, putting on a longer one.
1: Yeah, And the announcers
2: were showing that on the TV, and they're saying, oh, well, he must be planning to do this trick or that, you know, because he's putting that particular board on. He's got better control for
1: for a certain purpose at a certain point and whatever trick he's planning on doing, because these guys have trick lists set up for their runs. Oh, yeah. You know, pretty was, neat they practiced it. it and they studied it and they they came up with tricks, dude. I see some of these guys, these are kids. Some of these guys are like 14, some of them are 16. I think it's 16, the age limit for X Games. I forget. But, anyways, you know, so these guys are kids. And <laughs> at that, you know, at the age of 16, I'd been snowboarding for eight years and I hadn't evolved that much. And the 16 year olds that are riding that hard have been snowboarding for maybe four years, you know? Yeah. It's like, how, how do they get so good so quick now? Compared, i wonder
0: if it's uh, like uh you know i wonder if it's like a competition drives you type thing and they're exposed to way more better snowboarders through the internet
1: well not necessarily only the internet but geographically where you are established will have the big factor on that that's for sure you know if you're coming out from the east coast we which in the snowboard community is called the ice coast uh, and the land of small mountains like you're not you're not riding 12 months or 10 months a year like you are in Lake Tahoe. That'd be like me trying Our, to snowboard. Or, it's know. just not going to
2: happen. There's no yeah, snow. Like
1: Mount, Hood, Mount Hood is open year-round in Oregon. You know what I'm saying? You could snowboard literally yeah. year-round. I'd go out there and doom to go snowboarding. Get an end-season pass deal for $99 because it is $99. There's no tax. <laughs> so, like, I'd snowboard for... Two weeks I was there the last time I went for $99 compared to where a day pass was like $30 for the end season, and it was great summer riding. You can't even say spring because it's summertime, literally June. (laughs) That's nuts. Yeah. Is it just because it's so high of the mountain? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're at the resort, when you're at the bottom at the lodge, like – it's it's kind of like what you saw when you were a kid in the movies, you know, with the ski resorts and the, the chicks with the bikini tops walking around with their martini glass and shit like that, you know, with their ski pants rolled up. And it's pretty much what you saw there. And I was like, holy shit, it's just like the movies. When the first time <laughs> I seen that, I was like, ah, oh, look at that. It's just like the movies. But uh, no, it actually happens at some places. Everybody's just chilling out in the sun, literally suntanning, drinking drinks. And I don't know, it's pretty cool in the summertime. If I could snowboard year round, I would. Like, if I could live there and make a living,
0: fuck yeah! That snowstorm we got yesterday was like perfect snowboarding, snowmobile oh, snow. So light, it was so mm. full of air. Like that snow was so fluffy. You don't snowboard at all, Ryan? No. no. <laughs> I, I may live in a cold environment. I don't like being cold. Yeah, I, I don't mind at all. Like I went out Friday. I went out today
1: last Saturday I went out and it was like 35 below, you know, but I got the gear for it. That's the thing. And I was actually hot. I was overdressed, which is more yeah. dangerous than, you know, I, I was actually sweating and I could have risked, you know, not for risk freezing myself to death or anything, but I could have gotten cold if I would have stopped riding, say, and just stood there and I smoked a joint in the middle of the woods, say, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. if you're not moving, you're freezing. That's for sure. Sweating's but, uh, when you get hypothermia and yeah, pretty much, you know, but you get that quick chill you start moving you're good again but like i said i was overdressed last saturday because it was 35 below and i was i was too warm for the conditions i was riding i was like fuck dude i'm going to end up freezing my feet or something you
0: know yeah yeah i like being warm <clears throat> yeah. yeah i don't i
1: don't mind the cold like i live in an a basement apartment and like everything like what's room temperature 72 i think and, I don't know. I keep my heat on 68 because I'm cheap. I know room temperature and
2: Canadian temperature. <laughs> well, we, this, we sleep with our heat on than, 68. Uh, we sleep with our heat on 68. Most yeah, of the time or, during the yeah. day, it's turned up to 70 if we're home and in there. Yeah. Well, see, yeah, room
1: temperature is 70 degrees, just about. It's like 60. Because us, well, us, we say 21 degrees is room temperature, which is 69.8 Fahrenheit. Yeah. Um, I got my shit my like my whole apartment is set at 15 degrees Celsius which is 59 Fahrenheit. So it's 59 degrees where I'm sitting right now in front of this computer is what my comfortable
2: temperature is at and you're like, physically comfortable right now.
1: Oh fuck yeah dude I'm wearing t-shirts
0: and that's it you know. I got pants um, on and, uh, I'm not with you on that one. I'd have a blanket on. Yeah, <laughs> bundled <summer>. up. <laughs> yeah. <nuggy>. yeah. <laughs> my bedroom door is shut
1: closed and the heat is off in my room. You literally walk into
2: my room, it's like a icebox. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying, y'all are conditioned for that kind of stuff from birth. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I, can't, I, I, I I hate literally like hot summer heat.
1: I just I, I despise it. I hate I'll, I'll stay down here where it's nice and cool. For the whole day i don't care if it's a week and it's like 47 degrees
0: no no, no no i'm staying inside i just want to clarify i'm not like a bitch or nothing i, <laughs> I did snow blow for four hours today with a hoodie on so. <laughs> yeah you little bitch I, I saw that picture and you missed a spot there's still
1: a lot of snow out there yeah, yeah. it's kind of hard to get all them spots when it's so goddamn windy
0: out there
2: they like, got windy here if, today
0: m- my roof is metal, so the snow slides right off, and those mounds when it hits the ground, it compacts, and oh, there's yeah. no snow blowing that yeah I just go around them now. I don't even bother. Yeah. I do where the dog's gotta pee around the cars, and my neighbor came comes over with a skid steer and cleans up the end of the driveway for me where the snow plows make the big, heavy bank. yeah, there's um, quite a few of those here today, like everywheres everything. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I was in the shop earlier and the wind got so bad, I could hear it whipping through the trees and stuff. But we've got this giant fire pit right in the middle of our yard, like kind of between the shop and the house. And last week we burned off, we had a tree that fell. And so I cut it up and got it all burned off, slammed full of ash. The damn wind hit the fire pit at just the right angle and pulled half of the fire pit full of ash into my shop. That sucked. Nice. Yeah. That's a mess. Yeah. It pissed me off. I have my mouth open. <laughs> yeah. So, Ryan, I'm going to ask you one question, then we're going to get on to something else besides snow and peckers. <laughs> right. But I just had this idea last night, or a thought, I guess. So you sent us that picture, and when you opened up your shop door, all the snow was, like, against the door where it kind of formed yeah. a wall. Do you guys yeah. have problems with flooding? Like, when the snow starts to thaw, does will it run under a doorway like that?
0: Not if uh, it's... It no, there. not usually, because they're sealed. Yeah. So, like, all of our door jams have rubber seals around them. And the bottom um, or underneath has got a flashing
1: and everything else, and it shouldn't... And there's nothing that yeah. should get underneath that door jam
0: either. There's... No. The, the only- thresholds sit at an angle, too, yeah. towards the outside. Right. So so if you get water on the door, it'll just run outside, but I shovel them out anyways. So like that was, I had been in the shop all day and it wasn't snowing when I went in the shop. And then that picture I sent you was, I went in the house to grab a drink and take a poop. And that's, that's how much snow had accumulated in the course of like five hours. You should for five hours. Yeah. I was going
2: to say, how big
1: was that poop? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Damn. I've had some doozies, but I don't I think my feet would fall asleep after five hours. Dude, you sent that picture in a group chat the other day, and my my wife was sitting behind me on the bed and she was like, What the hell was that? I was like, nothing.
2: Exactly what you thought it was.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: I had some Mexican last night. That's pretty much what I was dealing with this morning. dude that shit was so fucking good though. that looked so good
0: that did look good for everybody listening
2: me and Pickle and Ryan I'll have a, a group chat on Facebook and we are like 12 year old girls on some days where we document every single thing we do throughout the day and send pictures back and forth but then some days like we don't even speak on those days I look at my phone and I'm like did I pay my bill (laughs) like, <laughs> and then he asked, you guys okay? <laughs> I did that last week because it was podcast day, and I'm like, what the fuck? I ain't heard from nobody. Because yeah. Yeah, usually you're both double checking. Like, we still good to go at 4 o'clock? And yeah. Like, okay, where's where's my friends at now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyways, in knife news, Ryan, Mr. Uh, Cookily Dockily, why don't you talk about what you got coming up? You' trying to uh, raise some funds for some for some shop equipment, and it sounds like you got a fun way planned out to do
0: so. So I'm thinking I'm gonna end, go and jump on the waffle bandwagon, choo choo, um, because I have, yeah choo choo because I haven't done one yet. So basically, I have so the primary motor for my grinder is a three horse, and I had one of them cheap Chinese Amazon VFDs, and it blew up. And I don't want to just keep buying cheap Chinese VFDs. So I need to raise the funds to get a K-back 29. And I figured while I was at it, I need a seven inch drive wheel too. Cause I'm not really getting the most out of my ceramic belts that I could be because I'm only running a five inch wheel. Absolutely. And so I figured, you know, I could kill two birds with one stone, do a waffle and get both those things paid for. Um, the knife that I've got in the works for it is a full-size chef knife K-tip gyuto. It's A-E-B-L stainless diamond grind. And I'm awfully proud of this grind. It's super crisp. Um, and then for the handle, crispy, crispy. I'm going to do uh, green hemp wood, orange and red G10 spacers, and then a purple bolster. I'm not sure what kind of wood the bolster is, but it's definitely stabilized. Purple Heart? No, it's not Purple Heart. I think it's like a maple. Oh, or something. A... something you got. You got it yeah. from, uh, from uh, Mike? Yeah, I got it from
1: Mike Jones. Yeah, he sent me a piece too. I think it's actually uh Box Elder
0: uh, Manitoba maple. Yeah, it's super dark. It's super pretty too. Yeah. Um, does yours have like blonde swirls in it? Yeah, Yeah, and a yeah. little bit of reddish in there. Yep. Like pick, yep. yeah, it's a Manitoba maple. All right,
1: yeah. Fox, yeah. He sent me a piece too, and um, I, I'm I'm a hundred percent sure uh, that those came from uh, when Rob had True North Micarta. And Oh okay, off to Dave. Yeah, but uh, yeah, uh, because there's like a varnish on it as well too, like a lacquer that's been sprayed on it. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what gives me, gives it out. That is probably from Rob.
2: Well, oh, okay. Mike Jones yeah. didn't send me nothing. uh. So Mike Jones didn't send me nothing. Well, excuse us. That's all right. Like. Honestly, I didn't know who uh, Mike Jones was until he started popping in on our old live streams. never heard of him before.
1: No, nah, he's got, uh um, oh, fuck, Ruckus, I think they're called, headphones. Uh, they're, they're work headphones. You know, They got all kinds of safety equipment headphones and Bluetooth ones, and they got the big over-the-ears, and they got the plugs, and they got this and that the wireless ones and uh, I guess they just keep on sending him stuff and when he gets it he posts it whatever and I was like oh look at you getting some fucking hearing equipment blah 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 I kind of pulled his leg a bit and he's like fuck too bad I already opened these up and tried them he's like I would have sent you a pair you know next day he came up and he's like dude I found a pair I found a pair a brand new pair in the box here from last time they sent me some so he sent me those headphones and I I wasn't expecting anything else then he sent a you know, fill up that box. You put a bunch of offcuts, set of scales, some uh
0: some curly koa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got some of oh, that curly coa too. Yeah, I traded like... in my carta for it all. Yeah. And once I got the box, I felt like a piece of shit because like he sent me like some really nice handle materials yeah. that that yellow cedar burl that I've been playing with and stuff like that. And yeah, I sent him four. That too. Yeah, I sent him four blocks of. Uh, that vintage Mike Carter that I have like 200 pounds of, if anybody's interested, a uh, little plug plug there. But, uh, you know, uh, I, I told him too. I go, I feel like a piece of shit. This box is way better than the one I sent you. And he's like, ah, don't worry about it.
1: Uh, uh, Mike's, uh, Mike's a pretty cool laid back guy. I don't yeah. know if he listens to our show though. I like, I'm not, I don't think I've ever brought it up to him or we talked about it or whatnot. But, uh, if you do listen to our show, Mike, Thank you.
2: Yeah, I actually went and I found him on the Instagram and went scrolling through his stuff yep. just to, you know, check him out and see who he was since you guys talk about him. He seemed like a pretty damn cool dude up there in the frozen user, ass right? north. Yeah. He's a good cat. Me and yeah. him
1: uh, think alike on certain things, especially with what's going on right now, but we won't get into that. Yeah, we'll skip but, that uh, one. <laughs> that could <yes>. go on. <laughs> you
2: guys are
0: going to lose me there. Yeah, like, I know. Yeah. yeah. Honk honk. <laughs> Real quick back on the waffle though. Oh, so yeah. I'll do I'm gonna do fifty spots at fifteen a spot. That works. Does yeah. Does that I think that sounds reasonable? Yeah. yeah. Um I've never done the fifteen
1: dollar. I've always done like ten I've, or twenty. I've done ten and twenty, yeah. I've actually done five
2: dollars at one time though, but it was like a three hundred dollar knife. So do you think you've got the
0: the followers to fill that up in a decent amount of time? God, I have no idea. I'm honestly hoping that Brian House will help me promote it. You said 25 spots, right? That was said. I said 50. 50 spots.
1: Uh, you got nothing to lose asking Brian to give you a hand. You know, yes. I'm assuming that's what some guys do. He doesn't just see somebody's thing and be like, oh, let's give this guy a push. You know, mm-hmm. I'm sure some guys ask him out. Like, he probably does see some guys that, you know, like, oh, he's got a raffle going on and just put
0: it to his story, you know. Yeah, I heard they were promoting uh, other makers' raffles on the WFI, but I'm not sure. Yeah, they did. Um, they, they brought up a yeah. couple of them. They didn't bring mine up. I, I think the community a, is good for it. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I was thinking of trying one on um, on Instagram. I've never done one on Instagram. I was thinking of trying one there to get one of my knives in another maker's hands because my following on Instagram is all other makers pretty much. You know, I got nearly 1,000 people following me, and uh, – like I said, there's knife makers and then there's ring makers and woodworkers. You know, it's all makers. Yeah. They're all artists. You know, it's, it's, that's what Instagram is to me is a hangout
2: spot with other artists. Well, all of my sales come through Instagram. Yeah. I See, mean, they're, they're, like, we've had this discussion yeah. so many times. Like, we I've gotten a couple work. over Facebook just the last yeah. couple of days, but yeah. So speaking of. Well, that's a start, man. Yeah. That's, that's how it starts. Speaking of getting it into another maker's hands, guess who won my freaking raffle? Uh uh was it no not uh, well because I, I forgot. Wasn't it Benjamin Butler? No, he no, won the last I, one. Yeah. Oh, the last one. Uh, I, I know I know it's not a rule uh, Tony Tony samson TNT Forge. Yes, TNT, there you go. Good God, dude. I draw oh, I drew his name and I've told Katie before, like, you know. Most of the people who enter my raffles are people who already have my knives. But when I seen his name come up in it, he got in on the last one too. I was like, man, if he wins it, like, holy shit. And then he won. So now I'm looking at the knife. Like, man is like, what can I do to make this better? It's not too late. It's still here. It's as good as I know how to make it. You know what I mean? In my eyes, as far as where my skill set is right now, it's perfect. But just – Knowing that it's going to somebody of such a high level, you know what I mean. It's a little bit intimidating. But or just I, send it. <laughs> oh, I, I am. I'm sending it tomorrow, and I, I sent him yeah. a message. I mean, we talk back and forth ever so often, not regularly, but um, I said, man, when you get it, definitely, you know, give me your honest opinion of what you think. And he's like, dude, I love your work. You do great work. You know, he's never actually had his hands on it, but man, it's a, it's kind of like one of those things. You feel like you're real good at something until someone better looks at it? Yeah. No, then you get <laughs> like, oh shit, oh shit, you got nervous. Yeah. And he's yeah. I've looked up to him for years. The the work that he does with bolsters and yeah. spacers on full tang knives, it's unreal. Like his like, his spacers follow the bolsters like it's insane. If you guys don't know TNT Forge, go check it out and zoom in on some of his stuff
1: yeah no i've seen
0: uh, I've seen his work I feel that way every time I post a knife because like in the videos, I can see where oh I need to work on that so I need to fix that little spot oh i there's a little it's a little uneven right there or whatever and then in my head I'm like, oh shit, everybody on Instagram's gonna see that, but <laughs> so far nobody but pickles called me out on it so- <laughs> <laughs> i'm bad like that i'm sorry
1: i see shit dude i, I walk in. it's not just knives it's anything dude it's anything i walk into like a, a newly built house dude that's only been finished for two weeks and they just moved in and be like hey come check out my new house i have to bite my tongue so bad walking into these houses or whatever newer homes or you know checking out work like ceramic tiling like floors and shit like that or backsplashes all, you know, everything I've touched and all of my years of construction work, when I walk into a house, like, I have to shut up and bite my tongue because I'm going to insult people.
2: As long as you Jay, don't walk so in with I a roll of blue tattoo. tape in your hand. What? As long as you don't walk in with a roll of blue tape in your hand. Oh, dude, I, I would, <laughs> I'd, If you'd give me that roll of blue tape, do that.
1: You know, houses would be plastered in tape, It'd it's... I'm just that bad. I'm that guy, you know. I I walk into a house and they just got cabinet doors or kitchen cabinets installed or whatever, and I'll be looking at the the reveal in between the two cabinet doors, you know, to see how straight it is. And if it is off, I will see it.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm the same way. I know
1: exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, it's bad. It's a, it's an OCD I have pretty much, you know, for crooked things, and I can't stand seeing anything crooked.
0: So speaking of OCD, Jay, stop picking at your tattoo right am i picking at my tattoo yeah
2: Yeah, how's it
0: how's it doing anyways
2: Uh, it's 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 healing up it's a little rough right now but it's at that stage where it's between glossy and faded it's so that yeah it's real cracky and the heavy spots are still shiny so it's weird looking on my screen where i'm looking at you guys it's i did and it actually worked and brightened it right up I don't it's think
1: a, it's a, it's a cool looking shrimp you got there on your hand. Yeah. I, I like that shrimp tattoo. Yeah, man.
0: <laughs>
1: so uh, yeah, I don't think I would use Woody Wax you as guys a daily You can't see treatment. this tattoo on his hand, and he hasn't showed the public yet. But wait till you see that shrimp tattoo. Oh my god!
2: <laughs> Why is it a shrimp tattoo?
0: <laughs>
2: because it's just the whole shrimp dick thing. Just I don't have a dick on my hand. No. <laughs>
1: No, oh, then people are going to ask you, let me see your, your tattoo and
2: expect to see a shrimp, but it's not a shrimp. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to yeah. let it heal up and get right before I go posting. I'm not going to post pictures of it. That's dumb. Yeah. But I well, I did. Oh, yeah. I posted videos and everything. I can't believe how much that dude looks like Joe Rogan. It is Joe Rogan. I know. It is Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> Fucker. I know. <laughs> when you first sent the video, it was like immediately i knew like cool that's rogan and i watched the whole video as it got closer and stuff and uh i showed it to katie and she knew right away too and she don't even she knows joe rogan from fear factor you know what i mean like way back in those days but uh i said watch i'm gonna fuck with ryan Then I asked you, who's it supposed to be? Kind of looks like Joe
0: Rogan. (laughs) Like, you better be kidding. (laughs) Are you serious, Jay? I thought it was a pretty good portrait. That was great. It was a a celebratory piece. It was my brother's 10th portrait he's done. And I have his first one, which is the Johnny Cash on my thigh. And then the 10th one, which is Joseph Rogan on my shin bone. So what's up with the eyeball on the forehead? The Cyclops thigh. It's the third eye. That's where the pineal gland is. The what? The pineal gland. Do you know? You don't know what a pineal gland is? So, it's not something you play with, Jay. I am going to say, that not that what I try not to sit on? <laughs> in our brains, there's a, a gland in the center of your head called the pineal gland. And it's actually an eye, it has an iris and a retina and all this stuff. And they say that that's where our, like, uh,. Your intuitions and all that come. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like
0: your gut feeling,
1: you know, when you're open, awoken or whatever you want to call it is your pineal gland is wide open. Pretty much is yeah. you're seeing throughout your
0: third eye when you're seeing things differently than the average person is. Also, it releases hallucinogen. So if yes. you take a pineal gland and you chew on it, you'll trip your fucking sack off. Yeah. But if extract you extract the pineal, pineal gland
2: out of your head, you're going to die. Yeah. That's what I was like, how do we go about getting a hold of one of these pineal glands without nobody checking out? <laughs> oh, well, they extract it in,
1: in uh, reaction to certain other chemicals that you could have your brain released by doing certain drugs and shit like that. And, you know, like you're taking DMT. Well, once you're doing DMT, there's receptors in your brain that are going switches left and right, opening up. And that's when you start seeing shit and learning shit and waking up. Hmm. It's a whole other world. Sounds like it.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
1: I know. There's a lot of shit to be done out there that I still want to try to. You know, like I did a (laughs) lot of party drugs as a kid. Yeah. But uh, uh, being who I am today, you know, I'm not ashamed of it. I tell everybody I microdose on shrooms, you know, and I don't do shrooms to trip and I don't fucking see no purple elephants riding around town or anything, you know, and I literally do this shit when I lay down for bed, I just take it and go to bed and it's not even enough to get high. But the, the reaction that goes on, you know, it's a medical treatment, it's medicine, it's natural medicine. And and every other drug out there, like are the natives that were doing ayahuasca or, or, you know, fucking mescaline and all that. And, the, the Indians when they're saying they're smoking the peace pipe, well, they're they're doing the the, the fly allergic mushrooms. You know, they're they they're they're smoking mushrooms. <laughs> you know, this is what these people were doing is that they were doing drugs, but they weren't considered drugs then because there was no government. You know? Exactly, and these were treatments and and um, what do you call that? Uh, uh, you know, traditional ceremonial stuff and stuff like that. You know, it's because they they were seeing they were tripping balls and seeing greater forms and greater beings and it it had nothing to do with aliens most likely too because they're like i said they were tripping balls i've seen shit too tripping balls you know i just didn't have those beliefs then and if i did i probably would have built the pyramid too (laughs) (laughs) you know so now that i understand these things better you know the chemical responses in your brain and the receptors and this and that uh and where it affects you know, certain parts of your brains that, you know, depression, PTSD, this and that, you could actually help yourself with these medicines. You know, they're there for a reason. There's a cure for every disease or anything that a human man could get out in nature or something for every, there's a cure for everything.
2: Oh, of course. There's, We've made a been lot of fucking centuries done. before pharmaceutical companies.
0: Yep. What was that, Ryan? They've done extensive studies on psilocybin mushrooms, yep you know, and that people who suffer from severe anxiety depression um chemical PTSD. imbalances in their yep. brains p t s d things like that um the psilocybin acts as almost like a reset button for the chemicals in your brain it's pretty much
1: they're uh, looking into legalizing it medically here in Canada, actually, and you could order them online from everywhere here in Canada and get them right at your doorstep like, crazy you don't, you don't have to run around flipping cow patties to try to get fucking
0: <laughs> dude, yeah. they used to have a buddy who would eat them right out of the cow patty <laughs> 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 no thanks I'll let them dude what away. is wrong with you
2: yeah. I don't know but uh, yeah no shrooms are uh, shrooms are cool <laughs> all right <laughs> well yeah I like your Joe Rogan tattoo Ryan yeah.
0: Thanks what man. What the <laughs> plan does
1: is it brings you uh, to a certain level of awakenings,
0: enlightenment. Enlightenment, yes. Yeah. And that's I'm a huge Joe Rogan fan. I've said since day 1 that the goal of my knife making is to get Joe Rogan to want to buy one of my knives. Not give him one. I want him to buy one. Um I want him to want to buy one. If that makes sense. Yeah. Well, um I think he's a national treasure. You should have had um,
1: that tattoo done, but in his mouth, holding one of your
2: knives in his grill like Rambo or something, you know. like, oh, All right, cool.
1: <laughs>
2: now we know what's going on the other stand.
1: <laughs> right. You're Rogan with a knife.
0: <laughs> no, I can't tattoo that leg. Yeah, you are, you wanted that? Why not? I crushed it like a long time ago, that probably six, seven years ago, and That's now I have surgery. Sar- I have circulation problems in that foot. So like Uh, if I like bump my shin, I get huge bruises on it. And like, every time i showed my doctor, she's like, huh, that's weird. Like, (laughs) cool. Thanks. There's a dent. There's like a permanent dent in the side of my calf. Yeah. Not cool. Now I was hauling logs out of the woods with like a modified lawn tractor. And I flipped the tractor, and I tried to jump off, and it end-over-ended, and the rear end with wheel weights and everything landed right on my leg. Ow. Yeah, it wasn't good. My foot turned black. My wife says I have the black foot, like Mr. Deeds. (laughs) (laughs) You got to slam it with a fire poker.
2: Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Let me touch your feet. Touchy, touchy. Yeah. I hope your raffle does good. And, hey, when you do it, you can put woody wax on it. That's right. i did have it by then. Yeah, I used it by one, some uh, micarta. It wasn't vintage micarta, but no, it wasn't. Yeah, it was too. Yeah. Yeah, it was micarta, and it shined
0: it right the hell up. Looked pretty. Uh, That's how, so I finish every one of my handles the same way. I submerge it completely in mineral oil for like an hour I pull it out I let it sit in the air for about another hour and then I wipe it off and then I'll wipe a thick layer of wax all over it and I'll hit it with a heat gun to melt the wax and then I'll wipe the wax off and that's how I get my finish finish hmm. what grit do you take it up to before you start that uh it depends if it's wood I only go to 800 if it's my card I'll go to 12. I used to go to
2: 12 on my Carta, but I go way the hell higher than that now just because I've had some that I've seen again after a while. You know, people that have bought them here in town, and I see them again a year or two later, and they fade so bad if you don't take them up to, like, 2,000. Oh, really? That's what I've seen personally. I mean, but that was – micarta that i bought from a place completely different from what you've got you know what i mean not saying yours is gonna do that but that's the experience yeah and i don't know if 2000 is gonna make a difference you know what i mean i just started doing that because i knew back then i wasn't i was thinking you know maybe if i do that extra step go up just a little higher
0: maybe it'll make a difference i buff the micarta too and i don't buff my wood handles I have I feel like the buffing compound makes them look all
2: dirty. Dude, I've buffed everything since I got that woody wax shit. And now I just wipe it off with a, a rag and then take my air gun, the just you know, air nozzle from the compressor, blow all the dust off,
0: and then put woody wax on it. And it's just as pretty golly you know what I saw Noah Vashon doing in one of his videos that I thought was interesting he takes a dremel with a little tiny brass wheel on it and gets in the grains of his handles before he finishes them
1: pop the grain yeah. um, I used to do that with woodworking with uh, furniture I used to take a wire brush to my wood to pop my grain and then I would stain it and where the grain was risen, the stain would come out darker. So you'd see all them grainy lines and all that stuff. You know, it helps bring character out in the, in the finish. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen him char some
0: handles as well too. Yeah. I wanted to try that. That looks really yeah. good. Yeah. I
1: like that
2: too. yeah.
0: Ryan, what kind of phone do you got? Uh, Android.
2: I mean, like what, what particular phone is it?
0: Uh' say samsung galaxy a three I think
2: that video that you put up was either last night or the night before the quality of that damn video was awesome. which one it was w- what was remember? it a video of? I don't know something in your shop. I believe there was a clamp involved. I just remember seeing the video, and I've been seeing it a lot lately. I guess there's some kind of new phone that's come out that's just got like unbelievable camera quality. <laughs> Chad at, uh, Black Hog Knives, he, he teaches classes and he films like he'll just kind of pan around the room and it looks like you're standing in the room turning your head looking at these people. I mean, the just, there's nothing faded or blurred. You know, a lot of times if you take a picture or something or do a video, whatever's close is clear, but whatever's in the background is all blurry. Yeah. Not focused, yeah. It's
0: just everything's focused, it's insane. Um, I think my out-facing camera is like 48 megapixel, and then my selfie cam, like when we're on live feed, that inside camera, I think that one's only like 18 or something like that. But I have yeah, no idea. Some of my videos is. look really good, some of them look really not good, <laughs> you know. Um, I'm no photographer lighting
1: will do that you know editing the video on tiktok will take away some quality as well to make it look even shittier sometimes yeah it's just so much that's why i wanted to veer away from the tiktok as my editing app and try to do all my shit on my computer and gopro and all that but that is so time consuming
2: speaking of tiktok i got that reel i put up yesterday yeah i obviously made it on tiktok because that's i that's my only option i don't know how to do it Any other way. But um, most of the time, my stuff on TikTok, it'll get, like, five views. You know, some of my bigger ones got, like, 100 and something. But they always go way better on Instagram. So, you know, that's where I put them over and they turn into a reel. And the highest one I've ever got on Instagram had, like, 3,500 views, 3,300, something like that. And the one I put up yesterday on Instagram, I think it's got somewhere around 150, 200, roughly. But it's already busted a thousand on TikTok. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand what makes that happen. You know, your cat lovers made their way over to your TikTok. Account. I guess so, <laughs> man. <laughs> must be the cat lovers. Don't don't fuck with cats.
1: Did you guys ever see that? The oh my god! Yeah, yeah, dude. Oh, that's crazy. Dude. That shit. Don't is piss crazy. off that's the crazy. internet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, dude, that was a fucking crazy show. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I had, uh, when I was with my ex-girlfriend there, the cop, she, she, you know, she's all about this psychological shit and all that stuff, you know, and whatever, and I had told her about this guy, Lucas guy there, the, the killer, and uh, she had never heard about him, and I was like, what? I was like, this guy's so fucking nuts. Like, he's one fucked-up turd. And uh, so <laughs> we watched that show, and uh, it's just so mind-blowing.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And it was like people on the interwebs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was this like lady. Watching the video over and over and over again, spotting things and, oh, that that matchbook is yep. from this town. And
1: Yep, and it was just video of him, you know, like mutilating cats or hurting cats, you know, harming mm-hmm. cats. And there's this cat lover that got pissed off, and we're going to find this guy because they had reported the videos and shit, nothing got done. And they're like, we're going to find this guy. And then this guy ends up being a murderer, and they catch him for the murder of this guy that he was sending his body parts out all over fucking Canada.
0: (laughs) It's crazy. You know what that reminds me of? It's crazy. That reminds me of it during the 2016 election, the Trump Hillary election. So Shia LaBeouf or whatever his name is, the actor, he had posted this flag and all the video was, was a video of a flag waving in the wind. that says he will not divide us or whatever this, whatever the political shit that was going on then was. But people on the Internet took it as a challenge to figure out based on like they watched the live feed because it was a constant live feed of the flag. So planes were flying over and cloud cover and like all this stuff. And they figured out by driving around, they figured out like an area where the flag was, but they couldn't pinpoint it. So they drove around honking their horns until they heard it on the live feed. And then they stole the they waited till the middle of the night and went and stole the flag. Damn, that's some dedication, yeah, yeah, it is. I ain't got time
2: for that shit. I' was gonna say you gotta uh-huh. you gotta be kind of bored and have nothing else in the world to do that yeah. a lot of determination, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, we hit our hour, mark boys. what you think?
1: Woo. oh, I would say that. Uh- It's up to you guys.
0: I think, uh, (laughs) (laughs) what do you guys got going on in the shop?
2: Well, just kicking ass and taking uh, names is the main go. Yeah, I cut out some links
1: and then I quit for the week on Thursday. I think it was or Friday. I don't know. I quit for the week on Friday or Saturday maybe actually. No, I worked a little bit yesterday. Yeah, I didn't do much this week. I had some shit to take care of. and I got more shit to do tomorrow too. Doctor's appointment at 9. Then I got to take care of those numbers those other people want me to do. I hate this place. No, I don't. I don't take that seriously, everybody.
2: I don't hate this place. (laughs) I just don't like being told what to do. I got to go home and put a handle on a finger banger, glue her up. Because when I sell those, it's typically two-day shipping you know once you pay for it i'll grind it out that day and then glue it up and then the next day i'll finish it and ship it
1: bye bye yeah
2: well i mean i keep the i keep the heat treated blanks just on hand yeah you know what i mean when yeah. i do a batch of them i'll do you know eight or ten at least and yep. they're they're heat treated the pins are drilled and all i got to do is knock a hollow grind in it put a jk logo on there and dip it in some ferret She's ready for a handle. Yeah. All my handle materials just drops from other stuff. So it's extremely high quality material, but it it needs such a small amount of it that I don't have any cost in it because it drops off of other things. Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. I should have that raffle blade done next weekend. It's uh, almost ready for glue up. So the blade itself is all done. That's good yeah yeah them stencils that we got off your pawn shop guy those are awesome i'm telling you <laughs> crisp as fuck yeah what you think about them
2: pickle didn't you get some i haven't gotten to them yet they're still
1: in the envelopes i got the other ones first so i'm going through those uh, okay gotcha. got yeah.
0: yeah with with mine since it's the swan you know what i mean so i got them fine lines in there i just peel the whole thing off like a sticker and then pick out the little pieces while it's on the blade yeah, yeah. weed it that out looks good yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. We tomorrow.
2: I'm telling you, man. It's good to have a pawn shop guy. Right? That's the and same guy that does pawn my. Shop.
0: <laughs> there used to be a shitload of pawn shops around here, but they're dwindling. There's only like one or two left. Well, his business is open. It's still a pawn
2: shop, but he's surviving off of the graphic stuff. You know what I mean? Like the T-shirts and the stickers, sticker stencils, the Woody wax. Same dude. I mean, it's you know he he's surviving off of all the that side of it. He ain't really doing no pawn stuff no more because hell if somebody does come in wanting to pawn something, they're not coming back for it. So he's really Mm -hmm. not buying much of anything unless it's you know guns. Yeah, but uh, yeah, he he's killing it on the the side hustle. Maybe I should get his ass on the podcast one day. He's got a hell of a side. I
0: was just gonna say, do it up. I've got some of that Woody Wax on the way. I can't wait to try it. Yeah, dude. He sent me a text message. He's like, uh,
2: "How good you like Ryan Chadborn?" <laughs> I said, "He'll do." And he said, "All right, well, I'm sending him some Woody Wax." <laughs> He'll do. <laughs> the fuck? Nah, I'm kidding. I said he's all right. I'll vouch for him. You get your box from me yet? No, have not no i did get my t-shirt yesterday from florida man forge nice i'm gonna have to order another one when he well he told me they run just a little bit small and i was like well you know i wear an extra large and it's kind of hit and miss some of them are a little baggy some are a little tight his is like a baby gap medium." Damn. So if you order a shirt from Florida Man Forge, at least add one full size. It's a badass shirt though. Yeah. So I am going to order me another one, but that extra large I ain't going to get it. Send it my way.
1: <laughs> I put my order out for my shirts uh, Monday or Tuesday last week.
2: Cool. Send it my way. Tuesday. Yeah. Well, I'm just waiting for them to come back to me. Oh now yeah, guys. Everything out and remember, me and Pickle both got t-shirts for sale. Mm-hmm. So when I'm not so broke, I'll buy one off each you. That's a cool way for you to support us without having to, you know, spend all that big money on a knife. You say support, <laughs> supporting us by walking around with one of your T-shirts. Yeah, because uh, I
1: ain't making much money off of these. This is I'm gonna have to find another option than this. You know, I went to the local print shop here, but there's got to be something else because I only had fifty made, so the prices are a little bit more expensive. Mm-hmm. You know. I could either get away without paying taxes and this and that, or I could do it, you know, pay cash or do it legit, pay taxes. Or So, you know, I don't know yet. I don't know why I got myself into t shirts. I make fucking knives. Well, either way, you're supporting that us by showing love. Exp- exactly. Exposure equals yeah. sales.
2: Yeah. In the long run, it does. Yeah. Yeah. We got shirts. <laughs> yeah. I make about f- between 4 and $6 depending on what size shirt. I'm selling yeah. mine for 30 bucks a piece, shipped. Up to extra large, anything over extra large is $3 extra. Yeah, mine are uh $3 extra.
1: Double extra XX, X. Long sleeves are $10 extra. Holy shit. Yeah, dude. They're good quality shirts, you know. They're they're, they're Yeah, yeah. Shirts, you know, they're, they're good shirts. That's for sure. But I'm paying at like 12.50 a shirt and then, you know, shipping is going to be ridiculous. I know it is. Like I said, I'm maybe going to make $2 off a shirt.
2: Yeah. it's going to be under $20 a shirt. Well, I mean, that's what we do, though, Pickle. do mom sent six pairs of wool socks,
1: Canadian, like, real wool socks to my brother in Connecticut. Six pairs. It cost her
2: $27 to ship. Good Lord. Mm. But that's what we're good at. What we do is we make knives, and then we want to do something else like t-shirts so we make this whole other production that takes up like way too much of our time and then we make three dollars off of it <laughs> thinking you're making a quick buck exactly yeah yeah i mean if you're like a, you're a if you're a medium i hats. make like six dollars mm-hmm. so that'll pay for my gas to go back and forth to the post office <laughs>
0: yeah right yeah boys
2: Did, uh, oh, oh
1: go ahead
0: did, did the, you guys, did you guys catch that little drop in on the forge side chat? Negative. No, you didn't listen to it. I'm so behind on. I haven't I listened listen to, to that one.
1: Last one.
2: I haven't right. finished the, the last one pickles on the Christmas one.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. I that started that minutes. one
2: and I got through probably, I think I got maybe 10, 15 minutes left, but I had to stop it and start it several times. Just because, I mean, hell, the, the, theirs are long as shit. They're like three hours sometimes. Damn. But um, I just I don't listen to them all the way through that long. I just
0: hadn't got around to finishing it off. But now I'm way behind on theirs. Yeah, I hop in around the fifty minute mark, and uh, it was good. It was going good, and then uh, Lando asked me a question. He was like, "Oh, what do you got for sale?" Blah blah blah. And then as soon as I started to answer, he cut my mic off, and he was like, "Well." I don't, um, I mean, I know Canada and America have very similar cultures, but I don't know if I offended anybody, but he was, <laughs> he was just fucking around. He yeah, was Lando. Yeah. No, you you didn't offend anybody. Yeah. It's a joke, not a dick. Don't take it so hard. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. Justin put like, <laughs> like stage exit music over that part of the podcast. you know when like in the VMAs when they're doing like their acceptance speech and they play them off the stage yeah yeah (laughs) yeah one of those deals yeah there's no editing done here that's for sure
2: yeah well you know what I'm gonna edit myself out of here because I'm fucking hungry guys so you're just gonna bail on your own show no I'm telling
1: everybody that this is the end of the show for today oh there you go okay (laughs) what
0: are you gonna eat pickle more Chinese food fuck oh, yeah bud it's Sunday <laughs> <laughs> What's what the fuck is
1: that are you doing one of these Jay like yep yeah mine's not as loud as yours yeah, that's what I thought I was like okay stop okay, okay, playing with your mic's voice <laughs> alright guys <laughs> alright everybody thanks for listening have yourselves a great day
0: yeah peace out this episode is not fit for children. None of them are.
1: <laughs> Have they ever been? <laughs> nah. Talk to you later, you filthy
2: animals. Keep on hustling and keep on grinding. B'di, b'di, beep. That's all, folks. He's out.
0: Bye-bye.